When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for joining me for another grassroots marketing on cannabisrio.com. And right now I'm joined with a managing partner of a what is the nation's leading cannabis focused collection agency. I know that might strike a uh, chord with some of those in the audience. Uh, their specialized expertise and a comprehensive understanding of the unique challenges faced by businesses in the cannabis sector. They have helped over 800 clients collect their hard-earned money. So here to me talking about that is Cannabis Collects. I'm here with their managing partner, Brett Gelfin. Brett, thanks for being on. Absolutely. Excited to be here. So one of the areas that was being discussed is, I mean, it's hard enough to go and hear the, the issues just in an industry that's been over a decade in existence, more or less, with all the corporates that are in the space, the Fortune 500 types, the CLO executives that are brought in, creating, building, and these monstrosities that are multi-level, uh, multi-state operators, if you will. There's a point now where didn't know there would be so much of an issue, just like many other businesses, where bills are not being collected. And so trying to collect funds that their business is, la- is missing out on, that to the point now that the state of Michigan, as part of their cannabis control board, they have now set new rules that allow to deny cannabis licenses to businesses that don't pay their vendors. And regulators would add a field to their licensing application to collect related information according to the proposed regulations. Has it been that much of a, a an issue out there with companies that they're not paying their vendors? And now, you know, legalization effort, these cannabis control boards now have to intervene. 100 percent uh and it's beginning worse every single year um actually started for me personally when i used to run a cannabis company out in colorado back in 2015 you know a year after recreational legalization we were one of the first companies out there to extend a credit program uh and you know the initiative was to obviously help increase sales and compete with some of the larger denver and, and boulder uh, growers because we were out in the mountains. So we extended one of the first credit programs in Colorado sales went through the roof. So, you know, job well done there. Right. But 90 days later, we could not collect the cash, you know, to save our lives. We had, you know, over half a million dollars of AR within 90 to 120 days. And people just weren't respecting our demands for payment when we were essentially giving them a, a free loan, uh, to take product and sell it to their customers. So, I realized at that point that this was going to become an avalanche of issues in the industry following suit by each state that becomes more advanced. And like you said, Michigan is is becoming another uh, state out there that's having a lot of problems. And, you know, at the end of the day, everyone's doing their best now to try to step in, including, you know, some of these uh, government boards to protect vendors from dealing with some of these, you know, bad actors that are essentially utilizing other people's money to finance their own operations. Now, some of the clients I'm just looking at that are featured on the website, cannabiscollects.com, I can say about of the eight that you have listed there, I think we got six of those we've already featured here on Cannabis Radio in one shape, way, shape or form. 
so when to find this need to fill it, what was it that was going on here specifically of not getting of vendors not getting paid? So this is basically the cannabis companies that are they're they're not being paid for services rendered or for give me just a layout of what are the particular uh, accounts receivable issues that are not being resolved. Sure. And, and it's kind of a domino effect. And I'll start with kind of the, the most substantial issues and then how it kind of spreads out even to ancillary companies, even like, you know, a publication like yourself that might be selling advertisement uh, all the way to staffing and, and, and marketing uh, agencies that are servicing the industry. So, it, you know, the biggest issues that we're seeing now are the dispensaries and retailers not paying the producers and the licensed producers, either cultivators or edible concentrate, et cetera. Right. So, what happens there is because a lot of these cannabis companies don't have access to standard operating capital from banks uh, or credit lines. What you know ends up happening is is just kind of a a, a a new environment of trade credit between the cannabis companies selling on credit to the retailers. And because many of these companies don't have the strongest credit and collection policy, and there's not a lot of data to know who is credit worthy or not, really, it's just the sales force out there saying, hey, I want to give out, you know, 30 day terms to dispensary ABC. He's my you know, friend's brother. He'll pay me back in 30 days. I'm not worried about it. And what ends up happening is that doesn't you know, end up being the, the scenario. Usually these dispensaries are mismanaging their cash or they're seeing a lot of price pressure from a lot of different environments that, and, and, and uh, different issues that we're seeing in the cannabis industry in general. But long story short, those vendors are then owed a lot of money. And because those vendors are owed money, those licensed cannabis companies are owed money, they then have pressure on the AP side to pay for their bills, which is nutrients, lighting, you know, legal fees, everything that they need to run their operation to then sell the dispensary. So it kind of just trickles all the way up and around the industry, causing just a massive, massive, massive debt crisis industry-wide uh, to really anyone that's playing the game right now. On the website, you feature a couple of case studies. I want to focus on one of them, which is Eureka Vapes, where you were able to go ahead and help them within 48 hours recover monies for that was actually not paid back. So what they said was that there was a third invoice that was sent to a client that refused to pay. And they told Eureka they wanted to return all the products from the third invoice and other products from the other invoice, the second invoice that was given to them. And customers still refused to pay the amount owed. So then you went through two months, no response, no payment. They contact your team, and then once they go ahead and sign with you, claim is submitted, you get in touch with the debtor company, over $1,100 that was due, and you got 100% of the debt collected in less than a day. And within a couple of days, you got their money back. What, what can you tell me in terms of, not just particularly the story, but just in terms of, What's the secret to the sauce here? What is it that, yeah. unlike other collection companies, that they'll just take a percentage of what they can get just to you know get something back that a company might ask for? Talking about the initiative to try to get as much as back possible. Great question, and and this really is kind of twofold. One side of it is just the the psychology of debt collection on its own. 
Um, my father, who's one of the managing partners of our firm, was a commercial collection attorney for over 30 years. So I grew up kind of understanding debt collection. I never wanted to get into debt collection growing up until I was in Colorado as the CEO making collection calls to dispensaries because we were experiencing this big issue of collections ourselves in Colorado. And, and that's where I, I ended up find, you know, developing this idea to create the first cannabis-focused collection agency, which is really the first ever collection agency that has targeted cannabis companies to introduce debt collection in general into cannabis for the first time. So I say that because I actually left the company in Colorado to start Cannabis Collects, and we took on the half a million dollars of debt through our collection agency that I was previously working on directly as the CEO of the cannabis company. And within about, you know, I would say 60 days or so, we were able to recover more than 50% of that, of that past due AR working it as a collection agency. So it's really... When an account gets escalated to collections, I believe the debtor understands that this is now serious. There's a threat of, of, of legal action. There's threat of, of credit worthiness in the industry. There's threat of just the idea that now their vendors are taking their cash flow seriously and they're going to be prioritized to be paid before anyone else. So, you know, Eureka is a great example. They didn't do anything wrong, right? And, and our clients are doing the best that they can, making demand letters, sending demand letters, making phone calls, text messages, and working it internally. There's a point where that process needs to stop and you know, brands need to spend their time on good money versus chasing bad money and send it to a collection agency that works for, you know, purely on contingency. And I firmly believe that when you have the right training and you know how to collect money, but even just sending a demand, a demand letter from our agency, Cannabis Collects, that sparks a debtor to say, you know what, I think we can't let this extend any longer. I think we really got to get this paid because now we know this vendor has escalated the claim and is contracting an agency to collect. And if you know we don't pay them, there's a threat of this going to court and then there being you know public uh, records uh, around our business. And, and that's really kind of a high level you know, psychology of debt collection in general. Um, when it comes to secret sauce, we're really good at at, at being persistent. Um, we know the thing, the right things to say, but at the end of the day, it's it's just proving that we are on our client's side, and we're not going to stop, and we're going to be relentless to to collect money that is legally owed to our client. There was a blog post you were quoted in, it was titled "Why Is It So Hard to Get Paid in Cannabis?" Before I get to what you said there, I just want to make the point about how credit is kind of just allowed so easily. When it comes to banks, where sure a company could go ahead and offer loans or lending based on the assets that a business might have, but more than more than not, there are a lot more credit unions or banks or other institutions that are offering revenue link financing. So based on their cash flow, if they're cash flow positive, and how much they're bringing in or potentially going to bring in, the credit is just something that is a more increasingly available in the same vein you make the point that there isn't enough financial analysis done before awarding credit and you said this quote the minute you extend credit you're acting as a bank and if you go to the bank and ask for a loan they're not just going to say sure we want your business they're going to want a lot of information from you and that part of it is just unsophistication and being a young industry a lot of people don't understand what it takes to build a collections and credit policy the other is that there's there's no data and no way to know what is a good or bad act in the industry but it's almost as if that's what these institutions want they want somebody to be on credit be on the hook and then be caught with charges and invoices 
which I mean, at the end of the day, actually benefits a company like yours. You know, I, I don't think many people. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply want to be playing in this environment anymore. I think just like I mentioned, the minute that you extend trade credit and someone asks for even net seven or net 10, you are a bank. And most banks, especially for small business, or if you get an SBA loan, they're requiring you to sign a personal guarantee the minute that you sign up for that that amount, right? Uh, And that's pretty much unheard of or uncommon in the cannabis industry to have anyone sign a personal guarantee in case the company goes out of business, which is happening, you know, uh, every single day here in cannabis. There's nothing that you can do when an LLC or a corporation goes out of business and you're owed money unless you have a personal guarantee. So, you know, these credit policies that are very strict with banks are not really followed here in cannabis. They're starting to get stronger and we do our best to educate clients to have a strong credit policy in place. Um, But, you know, having tacking on interest, you know, interest charges to a late invoice is a very small piece to this pie, because typically if, if you're not getting paid and an account is going 90, 120 days old, the chance of you collecting that money goes down close to about, you know, call it 20% um, when it comes time to thinking about using a collection agency. You know, most standard, you know, industry agnostic collection agencies, you know, are batting around 16 to 20% for successful collection efforts. So, if you think about it and you have an account that's past due and you're thinking about sending it to collections, really the the general stat is 20% chance of collecting that money is good. Um, and that's why it's so important to make sure in the very beginning, when you meet a new customer and you're onboarding that new client, you have to have proper documentation. You have to have signatures by both parties, including default language about what will happen if the account goes past due. You have to make sure you have that language about interest 
about cost of collection, legal fees. We don't see that enough in this industry. And what happens is like, like you just mentioned before, people are like, sure, I'll give you, you know, product on credit. I'll give you a free loan. And then at the end of the day, they're, they're upset when, you know, they're owed money. And, and then sometimes they're upset with us when we can't collect it, even though we didn't make that decision to, to go into business with that customer. And there needs to be more diligence done uh, in order to make those decisions to extend credit, which is another, you know, project that, I've personally been working on over the last couple of years of how to aggregate data and finally help move the industry forward with, you know, proper, you know, credit scoring and credit data and insight that really the industry hasn't seen yet. Fascinating subject. I think a lot of companies, part of it, you also make the point is just that it can't, your, the accounting team that's in charge needs to be all set together with a credit and collections policy. But Nobody thinks about the, the this red tape here that they need to be worried about what whoever they're dealing with as service partners or that they need to go ahead and avoid the risk of if another company decides not to go ahead and pay for services rendered and those kind of issues that are coming in. I know that in, in our outfit here at Cannabis Radio, we have that's baked into what we always do. We always have to be aware of what's going on there. And we have policies very much etched in stone. But there are a lot of companies that I guess I don't know if there's something about they just don't want to go ahead and play that strict when it comes to having to worry about anyone not paying their bills. I guess there's part of that. I mean, is there anything that you would attest to as to why more companies are not being so strict and so hard, uh, so heavy handed when it comes to making sure the bills are paid? Yeah, and it's a really complicated, you know, subject. Honestly, it's 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 really not that easy. I can go out and and, and preach, you know, have strong strong credit policies, you know, be very tight with credit and collections. Uh, but I've been there. You know, I, I ran a cannabis company for for three years. I had about ten sales reps, you know, working for us. And the hard part is is there's this this balance that you need to have between sales and back office, right? Credit collections, and that becomes very tricky <laughs> because your sales reps are doing their absolute best to secure new business and against a lot of market forces that a lot of the time they can't control. Either it's getting way more competitive, maybe their competitors are starting to extend credit programs and, and net, net terms with their customers. And the sales reps are doing everything they can to try to close deals because not only is it money for the business, but it's always obviously money for themselves personally. And that then becomes kind of a fight sometimes with the back office, or let's call it, you know, the, the CFO being like, no, we can't just, you know, give out $20,000 on credit to this new customer. Um, but the sales rep could say, but that's the only way we're going to bring them in the door. And many times the sales you know, department wins, right? It's and, and a lot of times the sales reps are still doing the collection efforts, which I think is a horrible no-no. You know, you should not have your sales reps working on past due collections. Maybe they can make the first attempt. Uh, within you know seven days later or so, but if it's a past due account, you need to have an accounts receivable team because then you're throwing your sales reps, which are experts at closing business, to chase old money, and it's just detrimental to your business. So it's this kind of balance between sales and back office and admin um, and the finance team. And I think at the end of the day, it's really important to have an integration between those teams and a mutual understanding of, you know, maybe, you know, your maybe your sales reps, you know, don't get paid commission unless the amounts are collected, right? Where everyone needs to be working together with this subject because honestly, right now in cannabis, this is 
one of the biggest issues going on in our industry. If you're ever on LinkedIn and you see some of these buzzing topics and comments of threads, it's all about being owed money. Um, and it needs to be taken more seriously between the entire company and not just the finance team. The sales reps need to understand that they could be out of a job if the company doesn't have enough cash flow to survive. And it's great with your background in running cannabis businesses, understanding the works, uh, the workings of everything all internally, the infrastructure, and understanding this key point that needs to be addressed and that more companies need to be aware of it. And then you make the move out of a pack case to move into cannabis collects and you make this point here. So for those that, believe they need to go ahead and reach out the cannabis collections to your team. And again, the website is cannabiscollects.com, B-I-Z collects.com. If they need to go ahead and reach out for a consultation, uh, go ahead and let them know what they should need to have ready and how, why they, how they'll know for sure they need to reach out to your team to collect debt. Great. Yeah. I would say if you have an account or a customer that is not responding to you, uh, after 60 days of the account being past due, you've got no movement. There's been no negotiation. You should immediately be thinking about sending the account to collections. Make sure you have at least a manifest and an invoice to show that the money is owed and your product or service was rendered. That's really all that we would need to get started. Um, and then, you know, just hit up our team at cannabiscollects.com. The way the process claims is extremely simple. Uh, just ask for basic debtor information, the phone, email, name, address, and then you upload those backup documentations directly through the form. And everything else is really taken care of on your end. You don't pay unless we're successful. Um, so I think that's a ma massive component. And if anyone out there is you know, wanting to improve their credit, policy and, and improve, improve credit decisions, you know, if there's, if they're still extending credit in this industry, which sometimes, you know, you, you have to do just because you're trying to compete, but you want to be able to make better credit decisions. I highly advise to check out cannabiscredit.com, C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z credit.com. Um, it's, it's a brand new platform where we're bringing the industry together to, essentially start the first association, call it the first B Better Business Bureau for cannabis and leveraging the data from our agency, which is over you know, four and a half thousand claims of over $80 million of cannabis debt to start sharing accounts receivable information freely through some of the leaders in cannabis uh, and brands that really want to you know, help move this industry forward. So if anyone out there is passionate about trying to clean up the industry, um, you know, please sign up for cannabiscredit.com. Uh, so we can finally have tools to help this entire you know uh, industry be better off for everyone. Fantastic. I'm in here once again with the managing partner at Cannabis Collects, Brett Gelfin, here on Grassroots Marketing. Thanks for being on, sharing, sharing all the uh, stories with us. Thank you. I really appreciate being on the show and uh, have a great rest of your day. Hopefully this is the last time you hear this ad because with Chime Checking Account, Features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe and getting paid up to two days early with direct deposit. You can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade to spend more time listening to your favorite podcasts or at least grab yourself an extra morning latte this month. Join millions of Chime members who work on their financial progress with fee-free overdraft and no monthly fees. When you find new ways to save, you can reach your financial goals easier and still have the occasional treat. 
Take more control of your finances and say goodbye to monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at chime.com slash goals24. That's chime.com slash goals24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details.